1: Hello, my name's Charlotte Greenway and this is episode 101 of the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. It's Friday the 10th of November and this week we'll start in Australia, where Nick has been this week, and hear about the favourite for tomorrow's champion stakes before we turn our attentions to the national hunt action Firstly this weekend in Ireland for their Grade 1, and then we'll hear about a handful of exciting prospects for this winter, with Cheltenham Festival targets already marked. So, Australia first, and for tomorrow's Group 1 champion stakes at Flemington, there's a British favourite in West Wind Blows, who goes for Simon and Ed Crisford, and will be ridden by Jamie Spencer. He was just touched off in the Caulfield Cup by Tuesday's impressive Melbourne Cup winner, without a fight, and Ed Crisford, who recently arrived in Melbourne, discussed with Nick how literally that Caulfield Cup form can or should be taken.
2: Well, I think it's got to be a, it's got to be a big upside. Um, you know, I was actually thinking, how would a Western Blows run in the Melbourne Cup, and you know. Sulcum was second. West, uh, without a fight, was the winner. I mean, that's got to be uh, proper, proper, solid form. So, yeah, I think we've got to take it pretty literally. And um, yeah, no, it's exciting to be here and, and to have him running in his final race.
0: Here. And what about the trip? Do you think? Do you think a drop to, to ten furlongs is it is any kind of an issue for him?
2: I actually, you know, I think that's that it, Flemington. is a lovely galloping track, and I think that is. That, that's sort of what he wants now. You know, there's always a question mark on whether he's better over 2,000 or 2,400. Um, and But I think it's very effective over 2,000. A lot of his good form in Europe has been over this trip.
0: And the one thing that both of us have been commenting on is it's absolutely baking today. It's up north of 30 degrees, probably hotter here than it than it was in L.A. Uh, it's going to be drying out the ground. I heard the track superintendent saying he was going to put... I think something like seven mils on, um, but it, it drains so fast. It, is it going is it, is it to be too quick for him or will he be okay on it?
2: No, he'll be absolutely fine. Um, you know, the Caulfield cut that day was actually pretty quick that day. I walked the track and I was surprised how quick it was compared to, compared to the tracks in sort of England or France. Um, and he handled it really well. And, and again, you know, a lot of his, he's very versatile. He can run on soft ground. But a lot of his good form has been on on quick surfaces. And I think tomorrow will be fine. You know, I just want him to, his draws too. We just want him to, you know, pop out, get a good enough position. And, um, you know, just as long as there's a bit of pace on, I'm sure he'll be finishing very well.
1: Back much closer to home now and to Down Royal in Ireland, where tomorrow there's grade one action over fences in the form of the Labrox Champion Chase. There's only four runners, two for Gordon Elliott, who has Jerry Colomb and Conflated, and two for Henry De Bromhead, who runs last year's winner Envoy Allen, and also Manella Indo. Jerry Colomb currently heads the betting, even though he's the joint lowest rated. But he looks to have the most potential and has been for a while touted as a Gold Cup horse. So Nick put a call into Gordon Elliott earlier to see whether he's expecting this horse to win tomorrow.
3: Look, he's in good form, Nick. I mean, um, all the other horses in the field have a run this year. But if is as his feet, I can have him starting off. So I'd be disappointed if he's not banged there.
0: And he obviously rounded off last season in terrific style. Uh, at Aintree do you believe he was unlucky not to win at the Cheltenham Festival
3: yeah I do definitely um, look it was just one of them things on the day we didn't win but um, I think if we all had a time back he definitely won but look he finished the season off on the right note and uh, he's a very good horse albeit he's not a very good work horse at home he doesn't do much but he uh, keeps all his work on the track you know
0: and can can you see much beyond uh, tomorrow where do you think his season might go between uh, tomorrow and, and the Gold Cup if all goes well
3: all goes well, i sort of have thinking we will have one run and then the Gold Cup, whether that's Christmas or, or February, I'm not sure, but I'd imagine it'd be Christmas and then, um, then on to the, <coughs> the Gold Cup. All
0: right, you've got conflated in the race as well. He's quite a tricky horse to, to predict, but on his day, he's a very, very good horse. Any grounds for encouragement, do you think?
3: Look, he's come on, on stone for, for, for punches Town. I hadn't gone back in long at the time and read him. But I mean, he is in good form. But look, he's probably, you know, he's probably at his level. And Jerry's probably on the way up. If I'm being honest, you know, um, you know, but Jerry's probably be the pick of mine. I'd, I'd, have to say. But you know, Henry's two horses both have runs, but the window obviously, a Gold Cup winner. And let's go to town and and by Allen, I suppose the better round gets the better chance he has. You know.
1: Richard Thompson of Cheveley Park Stud joined the show this week ahead of Alaho's long-awaited return at Cork on Thursday, where he ran out a ready winner. And he also looked ahead to Envoy Allen in the champion chase. And here's what he had to say when Nick asked whether he expected Envoy Allen to have come forward from his rather disappointing seasonal reappearance.
4: Yes, I hope so. I mean that's been a bit disappointing. He has had a couple of off days over the last two or three years as we know and he's had a couple of on days as well. You know, he won the we won the the um, champion chase last year, didn't he, at Dan Royal and he won the obviously won the Grand Air, so he's had a couple of great days last year as well. But the last couple of years he's had a couple of he's thrown in a couple of disappointing performances and I I think you know the the, 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 the recent performance was disappointing. You'd hope to see a much better performance this weekend of course um and, and he likes the track so <laughs> fingers crossed
0: and um, how's um aplutar doing
4: yeah aplutar well he had some issues obviously last season as we know had a few things um obviously he wasn't himself he, he, when he came back for the for the for the bowl at aintree he finished tired t- although he traveled well he finished tired and i think you know even though he'd been sort of unlucky in the gold cup you know like, and et etc but anyway the reality was it didn't go for him last season I'm hearing that he's in good shape. I'm hearing that the issues are resolved. But again, we wait to see how he runs on his first time out. I mean, I don't know when that's going to be, but it'll be soon.
0: Is there a nice introductory spot for him? Obviously, options for horses of that calibre are quite limited. But is there somewhere that you can kind of ease him into the season?
4: Well, I think you're right. I mean, obviously, the season before, both both um, 21 and 22 season, obviously started off in the Betfair Chase. Which you don't, I don't. I mean, even though when I spoke to Henry, there was still a chance he might run in the better chase. I sort of feel he's not going to. Um, I sort of feel that. So and, and I feel a, a Grade Two or Grade Three will be be the way he comes back in um, to, to this season. So um, I'm not sure exactly what race that will be, but I feel, as you say, it will be a that type of race rather than a sort of um, a fully fledged, you know, big big Grade One.
1: Now, in Ireland, one of the horses everyone is eagerly awaiting the seasonal reappearance of is the unbeaten Marine Nationale, who was a decisive winner of the Supreme at Cheltenham last season. And this time he'll be tackling fences. So Nick put a call into his trainer and owner, Barry Connell, to see how he's getting on. I mean, he's had a different, um, he's
5: had a proper summer break this year, which he didn't have last year. we 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 had to, had to campaign him during during the summer and give him a series of little mini breaks um, because he 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 missed most of the traditional season the previous year with the sore weather. Um, so um, he's come in very fresh. Um, he put on a bit of condition, but he's 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 a, he's not a gross horse. He's he's an athletic horse and and. Um, um, you know, he, he, he looks great and, and um, kind of mentally he's in he's in a good place. So um, we have schooled him. We schooled him about four weeks, three, four weeks ago and uh, very happy with the way that went. Um, you know, we would have been surprised if it had been otherwise because he he had been extensively schooled, schooled by Sam Curling before we got him and the way he jumps a hurl you know, he, he he always looked like a horse that would be very effective over a fence, and um, you know, I think that 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 will be um, that won't be an issue for him. I think he he should be at least as effective over over fences as he was over hurdles. Um, so we were planning to run him in Navin in a two-mile beginners' chase uh, on the 18th, which is. Um, the weekend after next, at the at the um, Troytown meeting on the Saturday, it's traditionally where the, the, all the good two two milers go. It'll give him five weeks then to um, the Grade One at Leopardstown at Christmas. Uh, he's one more piece of work to do this Saturday, and that that should be him then. And you know his work his work has been pleasing us. Um, so um yeah uh, mm. all things seem to be um on target for for his first race there at Navan.
0: Uh, excellent. And and it could be as I said a a very spicy division with in the pocket potentially maybe targeting that and who knows Fasal Vega in there as well. It's it's not impossible you meet a few of these horses en route to some of the biggest stuff in in the spring but knowing you I'm probably thinking that doesn't bother you too much.
5: No. I mean I, like <laughs> I mean, in, in in Ireland, we, you know, we don't have the novice races that you have in the UK. You have a you have a maiden, you have a maiden hurdle or a beginner's chase, and then you're straight into a graded race. So you you don't really have the option of winners a one and so forth. So um, you're almost forced into um, you know taking on graded company. Um, I think there's a couple of grade twos in in, in Pontchistown, uh, the Florida Pearl. Um, there's one there's one over two miles, and one over two and a half miles. Um, but uh, our intention is is, is is and has been to give them one run to beginners and then go straight for a grade one. Like last year, we went straight from the Maiden Hurl into grade one, um, the Royal Bond um I, I don't think that's an issue, um, and he, we've beaten all of the other horses last year uh, that are likely to turn up in in the um in in the Arkle. We've beaten Fasal Vega, um, so unless he proves significantly more effective as a chaser than a, than than a hurler, I don't see any reason why we won't beat him again. Um you mentioned in the pocket, uh he we've beaten him already. Um you know, if you go down to the anti post list there, I think third or fourth in the list is Mr. Policeman won a won a race in Cork. Michael M- Michael actually rode him. So you're you're into the you know, left field, um could be anything. Um I think uh, I think Willie is running fact to file in, in um he's going straight from Bumpers into chases, chasing like he did with Florida Peril But I think the indication he's going over longer trips. So, look, it, 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 it's it's um, it's a bit more defined the uh, the what you're likely to meet in in opposition in 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 the novice chase division, mm. Un, unlike the novice hurl division where you know they can come from anywhere. <laughs> they can come from point to points, France, you name it. You, it's, it's it's really a, a blank canvas, whereas you kind of know what your opposition is going to be um, and it's a question of keeping you know your, your your horse if if we if we kind of reached a certain rating over hurdles, um you would be hoping to at least maintain that or or or, or improve over fences um the, the, the big the big issue um um, going back to um, um, Mark Prescott did a, a nice interview in the Racing Post there a little while ago, and he said, to, you know, to be a real top-class horse, you need you need ability, you, you need temperament, and you need soundness. Um, you know, and I think we we take the box with all three. We were lucky last season, Touchwood, that the horse stayed sound for the whole season. His temperament is 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 a massive massive plus. Like he walked around. Uh, the pre ring in Shelton, like he was at home, and again, that's going to be a massive plus for him. Um, and his ability is, is is obviously, you know, there for everyone to see. So, um, we're 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 confident. Um, I'm I'm not going to go shouting and roaring. <laughs> <laughs> about the horse, like I did last year, mm. because um, you know he, he he was a little bit of an unknown known quantity, and kind of we 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 were just happy with what we were seeing at home. But I think you know everyone knows what he is now, so like let let the horse speak for himself. Um, but in terms of his preparation, um, we're happy, and in terms of his ability to to
1: um, jump fences, we're happy. A horse I'd seen on quite a few people's list of horses to follow this season was last season's Martin Pipe winner Irocco, who this week made quite the impression on his chase debut at Warwick in the JP McManus Silks under John Joe O'Neill Jr. And his trainer, Ollie Greenall, who trains in partnership with Josh Guerriero, gave his assessment to Nick after the race. To
6: be honest, in my heart of hearts, I was worried Go back to two and a half Um, The way he ran at Aintree just looked like he really needed a trip, but I think actually it was the right decision in the end, he travelled so much better, I mean, even when he made his handicap debut at Weatherby, um, he was sort of off the bridle in a lot lesser field, so I just always had in my head that maybe he was just an out-and-out stayer, but I think he proved yesterday that going over fences, uh, a lesser trip was, was... was actually ideal for him, um, and he was foot perfect. I think he made a couple of mistakes, but there were a couple of ahead of him that were sort of jumping left and right, which probably didn't help him. But I think Warwick's a good place to go. The fences come up quick; they're nice, big fences. I think it's a good test for a novice. Um, and um, yeah, he did it well.
0: And at the beginning of the season, what were your aspirations? What where did you want to land up?
6: Well, we obviously wanted to end up in a, in a graded race at Cheltenham. Um, but you know, there is obviously um, you know it's a long way to there. But um, you know, on, and we thought three miles definitely was it was our thinking. Whereas now I think something like the turners, sort of two and a half, is probably a lot more realistic for him.
0: So he's shown you a little bit more speed through the race than perhaps you'd anticipated.
6: Yeah, exactly. Um, at home he just he's so relaxed. He just he doesn't seem like he's got much speed. So that's why it's sort of he's probably. Um, sort of lulled into thinking that all he does is stay whereas actually I think I know it was soft ground yesterday and it was obviously slow time so I'm not getting over excited but um, he's definitely you know he never hit a flat spot at all and they didn't hang about on the ground um, so yeah and I think just I think the, the sort of th- the thinking is as well you know going three miles too soon with a young horse in, in these top class races you know, possibly, you know, seen it in the past. Has it has a detrimental effect on them in the future? I think you know that's the sort of thinking behind it. You know, unless you have to go up in trip just to wait, really.
0: And do you have any idea where he's going to go immediately? What's his next step going to be?
6: Um, I'm not too sure, really. Um, there's a sort of there's a, a, a middle of December. A Cheltenham and an Ascot over two and a half, um, so something like that, you know. Um, I think it was the Dipper, I think, was it? Um, is it there? I can't quite remember the date on top of my head, but sort of, I think there's a couple of options basically, um, at Cheltenham and Ascot, two or three at Ascot, or two and a half at Cheltenham, which he, which he could go for. I mean, originally we were thinking. Boxing Day, three miles, Kempton. But um, I think now I've, I think we'd probably just stick at two and a half. But it's all sort of depends on the type of track and the, and the ground conditions. I'd say could, could could you know could change our mind which way we go. But um, I need to speak to AP and see what see what they're thinking.
1: Another horse who will certainly have entered plenty of people's trackers in the last seven days is Burdett Road after he won on his first start over hurdles by 12 lengths at Huntingdon and now must have the triumph hurdle in March very much in his sights. He was classy on the flat, winning the Golden Gates handicap at Royal Ascot this year, and ended the season rated 101. A really exciting recruit for James Owen to receive from the Gredley family, and Nick put it to James that he could have a proper horse here.
7: He's a lovely horse. I'm very, very grateful to have him. Lo- lovely to you know get get his first win over hurdles the other day. He did a lot wrong, but he still won very well. He's come out of the race great and. Um, we're looking forward to running him uh, week on Saturday at Cheltenham in the Triumph Trial.
0: Uh, and you know, he, he's a horse who, you know, clearly of a very high level of ability on the on, on the flat. Um, was he was he quite naturally able when he came to you in, in terms of his kind of athleticism and his ability to school and his willingness to do it?
7: He's, he's enjoyed it from day one. Really, we, we haven't he, after he went home went back to the Gredlis to be gelded. And he had a break. So we we actually haven't had him back that long. Um, We've concentrated on his schooling. he's going to improve a lot, fitness and um, just experience wise from that first outing. So we're, um, he enjoys it. He enjoyed himself at Huntingdon. Um, I I would have been worried if he wasn't keen because he's an exuberant horse. And
0: hopefully we'll, that'll um, settle down as he gets into better races. And, and I notice he's he's bred on exactly the same cross as a as a dream to share the Cheltenham Bumper winner from last year. Who'd have thought that muharra cross with a Galileo mare would be such a a rich source of national hunt talent?
7: No, ex- exactly. Yeah, there's. Um, th- 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 I think Tim saw that and said, right, let's let's go this way with it, and um, we're, we're excited that you know we we might have a good one here.
0: Yeah, and it, it does sound from what you were saying is you you do think that. That you could go, you could go right the way with, with this horse.
7: Well, we hope so. That's the, that's you know that's why we that's why Tim Tim was doing it, and um, we you know we we hope we have got a few more steps to get out of the way, but we we hope we're at, we hope we, hopefully we're going to Cheltenham in March, which would be great.
1: That's it for another week. Thank you very much for listening. And Nick will be back as usual on Monday morning. This time, I believe, from Bahrain. Uh, have a great weekend. Thanks again. Goodbye.
0: You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with FitzDares, the Racehorse Owners Association, and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary.